What is up, everybody? Joseph here from Rad Parenting with my co-host. Anaya Boak. Anaya, how are you? I'm great. Good. Hey, you had a dental thing Jeez, go down. did I have a dental thing? Can I set it up I'm for everybody? I'm just coming out of the fog. Sure. Okay, because we were supposed to record, and I get like a <laughs> n- nighttime text, can't be there, major dental overhaul, you said. I was like, are you coming back with a new mouth? No, I just avoid. So when I was little, I had a really gnarly dentist. Like I would lock my mother out of the car. I was so terrified of this guy. And it has scarred me. Talk about like, we're going to get to this whole what happens between the ages of one to five. Well, between the ages of one to five, I spent too much time with a bad dentist. And so now it's my big, like, irrational fear. So I have to go to a special dentist that puts me completely under, and I avoid it for years at a time. And so they had to do, like, a root canal and a crown and blah, blah, blah. So, like, four hours under. I'm telling you right now, this is the deal. You waited too long. You're not supposed to be put under for four hours at the dentist. That's like getting a car worked on right there. Like, that's not your mouth. All right, you're together though. Are so you in the I fog am, still? I think this coffee is helping me okay. immensely. All right. I'm ready. I'm sharp, much sharper today than I was. If you're yesterday. a fan of the show and you've listened to us before, you remember that Anaya also went away. I think to the desert and came back foggy from there. So if, you know, <laughs> sometimes Anaya is foggy. Thank God I'm here to keep us together. <laughs> Super excited about our show right now. We have returning guest uh, Jennifer Wahlberger. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. Got to thank you already because so many people uh, listen to your show about getting their child to sleep. Uh, we're still going to give away the book, so that's still in the works. The contest is still going on. Excellent. But, uh, when you were in on this show, uh, I shared with you that my son um, has been diagnosed with ADD mm-hmm. and that we were going back and forth with, we went through all the testing, and when I mentioned that on the air, um, a lot of people hit us up and said, wow, you know what? We feel our son or daughter may have that. We also feel that we don't know, is it something real? Is it not something real? Does everyone have it? Do I have it? Uh, my whole entire life. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure I have it. Uh, my dad told me when I told him, hey, my son, uh, Nate's been diagnosed with ADD. He goes, of course, I got it. You got it. It's a gift. He said that. It's a Ooh, gift. That's, that's the first thing he said. It's a gift. Joe, it's great. What a it's great, great segue for today. So show, when Joe, I brought that up, mm-hmm. and this is the best thing I know about doing this show. All of a sudden, this name, Derek O'Neill, is thrown into the mix, courtesy of Jen. Had to call in the big guns on this subject. Well, what was crazy <laughs> was Derek's here, but it was it, it's weird for me to be in this room because I've read about you, watched the videos, and now suddenly Jen is like, he's in town. You're here for like a month in Los Angeles. From Ireland. From Ireland. All the way. Not He's not like just over from Arizona. Or yeah, and I want to let you guys know we will have a transcription with this show because Derek's <laughs> accent is pretty thick. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that right now. And we haven't been drinking Guinness, you know, and we're no Jameson has been drunk or nothing. Welcome to the show, Derek O'Neill. Derek, how are you? Thank you very much. I'm absolutely great. I'm here in Los Angeles instead of in the snows of Ireland or whatever <laughs> rain is going on over there at the moment. And uh, I'm about to talk on something that I am so passionate about. If, if people didn't have problems, I wouldn't bother living. Yeah. Well, uh, before we even start, Anae and I kind of, we're... We're talking about this last night, as we do before every show, and I usually do the introductions. And of course, uh, you know, speaker, author, humanitarian, all comes to light when I think of you. But Anaya asked a really quick question. She's like, "Hey, how? What do you? How do you call the work? What is the work that you do?" And we literally started talking about that. So I almost feel like, what box can you fit in? I know that it's tough for people. You're even saying your publicist is tough to because there's so many different roads that you work down. Do you want to? I mean, absolutely. Well, you see. Because we're going to talk about ADD and ADH and AB all the way to Z and all the other <laughs> things that we're diagnosed with, um, I have a, a, a friend and a guy who's helping me, and he was his name is John Cropper in New York, and John was awarded five times the world's best marketing strategist. And when he met me, he was to meet me to help me put a, a label on myself. Branding. To, we yes, all talk about branding. Absolutely. Huh? That's absolutely. exactly it. And I absolutely blew all his circuits. <laughs> uh, so much so that he just said, I have met Yoda and there is no box and I don't know. And the great thing about that, of course, is the fact that uh, what I would say is, do you know, what? it's time to stop putting people in boxes and it's actually time to stop giving people titles. Why can't we just all be people? Why can't we all just be friends and humans and supporters of each other and compassionate beings? Because that's who we really are. So title-wise, uh, a little bit that might be a bit of a shocker. 
I didn't have any formal schooling until I was 23 years of age. Okay, so in other words, I had only got maybe two months, three months formal schooling. I hated school. School and me didn't go together. I was born an energy child. Um, Can you explain what an energy energy child? child? Okay, an energy child is somebody who was so switched on, as we're going to talk about um, children with ADD and the gift of them being ADD and the gift of autistic children, amongst other things, is that what... I think is being misdiagnosed is that there are children who are so switched on energetically that if they're in an environment that is not set up with love, truth, peace, non-violence and right conduct, they're acting out of a negative space to try and counter. I man. want you to say those four <coughs> things again, because those are really okay. powerful. Absolutely. Words. It's, it's, it's five. It's truth. True love, love, peace, peace, non-violence, non-violence, and right conduct, and right conduct. Yeah. Did you like that? I was translating. Yeah, you did yes. translate right there. <laughs> Thank uh, you. But but, the, but that's that's potent. And in some ways, you hear them. What a you recipe, go, right there. Yeah, but you, you hear them. You go, well, well, yeah. But really, like, if we really stop as parents and say, are am I committed every day now that I've brought this child into my world, and hopefully for ourselves, to creating these five elements in my home every day, that this is what I'm bringing my child into, how many of us could say yes? Well, if we were really honest, you I, know? I think the honest part is that I believe that every child ever born onto the planet has those five traits inherent within their being. Mm. And then we get them mm-hmm. and destroy them. And we destroy them because we have been wounded and we haven't got past our own wounds and we pass those wounds on to our children in the form of our attitudes and aptitudes and belief that if somebody hasn't got a degree, mm-hmm. that they're not intelligent or something. Whilst, you know, I sit here as somebody, as I said, I didn't go to school until I was 23. I only went to school at 23 to train as a psychotherapist to see if I was mad. Mm. Um, and I discovered not only was I not mad, but I was absolutely spot on about how to read energy. So, okay, so let, let's just take this back a little bit and talk first about these labels, because there's <clears throat> lots of parents that are listening right now that either are su- suspecting because they've heard other you know, parents talk about, well, my kid was just diagnosed with ADD. And just to, to put numbers into perspective, 11% of children in the United States are currently diagnosed with ADHD or ADD. Which is staggering, and that is up from seven point eight percent in two thousand. And the and the difference from what I know is as someone that's kind of dove into that world is with um, ADD, it's attention deficit disorder, and then ADHD has the hyperactivity yes. involved. My exactly. son has uh, the ADD, and 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 the um, ability that what's super hard for him uh, is doing anything with any kind of steps. So the reason it was brought to our attention was because of um, work with math, um, reading a story, and then at the end, understanding the story, but not maybe understanding all of the characters. Um, you asked me something right away, or you said something to me, Derek, when we were talking about it uh, off mic. You said, I bet you he's super um, talented and creative. Yes. Yes. And I'll tell you this right now, he, from the time he was born, music has just come out of this child. Yes. And I'm a musician, yes. but I am nothing it, it definitely skipped like Nate a hears a song and Nate he can sit yeah, down at the piano yeah. and we, he never watched he never uh, you know what was it the other day he you know you know Tom Petty yes uh, free falling you know yes. he's sitting in the car I remember as a kid he's sitting in the car and and I oh yeah man Tom Petty check it out dude and I turn it up and, and then I came in the house didn't really think about it and then I'm making something to eat and all of a sudden I hear him singing the song all the lyrics wow. and playing the music I'm like oh are you learning off the computer he goes no I just I just I yeah just learned <laughs> it so so when you said that. I, I definitely was like, yeah. okay. This okay, so, so this is awesome that we have Nate as kind of a, an example here mm-hmm. to, to come mm-hmm. back to. But mm-hmm. so what I hear you saying is is that there's some risk that when we, on one hand, as parents, we want to be like, well, yeah, if there's this thing with my kid, I want to understand it. But when those labels become limiting, we run into <clears throat> trouble. So are we saying that the ADD or ADHD is... is um, just limiting or are we saying that potentially it is also incorrect that it is just not a true reflection of what is going on with these kids that's a fabulous question (laughs) um so as somebody who has gone through it Mm -hmm. um 
and I now get calls from some of the most powerful people on the planet as, as well as celebrities to help them mm-hmm. with their issues. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm qualified as a non-doctor, mm-hmm. as a non-medical practitioner mm-hmm. to say I believe that it's overdiagnosed and as a good Irish mother might say, it's just the difference between some kids being hyper with loads of energy and then a quiet child and some children just being bold, bold. and testing the boundaries. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? And other kids who are just, you know, capable of learning whilst they sleep, whilst the other person has to slog all the way to achieve some sort of decent grade in school. Right. Can I can I ask you a question, Derek? Because yes. I, I, it's been on my mind from the moment you brought the energy child comes mm-hmm. into the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if those five... Uh, ingredients yes. that uh, Anea said mm-hmm. are not present. What what is the is there the is there a push mm-hmm. and pull between the energy child and those yes uh, those characteristics not being in their life? Yes. Can you describe that a little bit? Absolutely. And and off air we were talking about it, and I think this is where the time for it to come in. If you want to test to see if your child is actually a genius, a creative genius who has been diagnosed with one of these initials that. They like the ADD, ADHD, all of the whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I now call it the A to Z because they seem to be making them up as they go along. Uh-huh. You know, the more confused they get, the more confused the initials are becoming. Right? And so here's the, 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 the test for any parent to test your child. And you should see a reaction within 15 minutes of doing this test with your child to see if your child is radiating at a very high consciousness, genius, creative level. Okay. It's based on the environment. Okay. What we're now learning from biologists and whatever, we're learning that the environment is more important than anything we do within the environment. Okay. And so what is the environment? The environment is the home. Mm -hmm. Okay. When the child is in uterus, they're in their, they're in your apartment. Yes. Okay? Now, scientists are now telling us that they have located what they call the psychic gene. This is the gene between the mother and the child. Mm-hmm. Now, this gene is the gene where even when that child is 16 or 17 years of age, the mother just shoots out awake one night and goes, something's not right, only to visit the room to find that the child hasn't come home. Okay? The psychic gene. Hey, let's call it energy just that for happens a all the time to me by the way okay because the the greater connection we have our, with our children on that level the clearer the more loving the more open the more less restrictive then this is what happens right okay so we uh, you know the five things I, I talked about right so let's take truth as, as truth, one okay. okay now we tell our children to tell the truth okay and then something like this happens in your home, okay? So the wife and the husband is sitting there and the child is playing, okay? And the phone rings and the wife looks over as the husband answers the phone and the husband gives a look across the room to say, oh, it's that person. And the wife is going, I'm not here. Uh-huh. I'm not here. Uh-huh. Now, that child, if you test this today... I guarantee you that that child will go from a state of play to a state of crisis within 15 minutes. Because what they will have picked up is the energy of untruth. Yes. And they will bring that through the lineage of what we call ahimsa. Ahimsa is violence. Okay? Okay. Whilst, you know, it's non-violence, right conduct. So... There you are, the parent, and you've completely annihilated the five values out of the child's world. And the child who is energetic is going, what, what is this? They're short-circuiting. And, and they're short-circuiting, yep. right? Now, on top of the fact that you've just arrived home after having a bit of a, uh, if, I, if I could say the word, pissy day, mm-hmm. okay? And you've walked into your home completely contaminated, completely contaminated with negative energy, with business energy, whatever, whatever. You have not did a clearing, which is something I tell parents, it's vitally, vitally important to do. When you arrive home to your sacred space known as your home, you must create what the neuro-linguistic programmers would call an anchor Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And that anchor for me, say, for instance, when I uh, became in private practice for psychotherapy and then returning home to my children yes. was I would take off my toy. Ah, Right. So and just this ritual Just the ritual would now clear yep. me right. of I am now dad. Yep. I'm not psychotherapist. Yes. I am dad. And so many people go and don't apply that. And then they're wondering why the five values are falling down. So, so if they're you bringing wanna, the baggage home. Absolutely. Of all that energy that this has globbed onto them Abs- during their day. Absolutely. And into the home where this <clears throat> hypersensitive child. Yes. Hypersensitive simply because they're a child. Absolutely. I would say they're closest to source. Yes. And so they're just vibrating with this beautiful energy yes. and it, they feel it magnified yeah. also also the 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 point of just the connection between the mother and the father and the child there's that spiritual connection and mm-hmm. that psychic yes connection that you're talking mm-hmm. about when the mother goes in the child's not in the bedroom that connection yes. i can say in our own yeah. household i've often thought sometimes you know we'll wake up in the morning the kids are literally asleep maybe my wife and i are downstairs starting our day the talk of money bills the all starts to come up they're not even awake we kind of start going out a little bit and i've I've even believed sometimes they'll come downstairs and they're already in an agitated bad mood and i'll look at my wife if you don't believe that we're all connected check that out you said that before i've i've literally felt that and 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 seen they were asleep you know on the other hand when the morning the coffee and not the talk of money or not the talk of the, the ti- trials and tribulations of the day, just a, a morning where we're all kind of on the same page. I, I see them come down with smiles on their faces, ready to go and yes. join yeah. the day. That is a really, really powerful observation. Well done for, for <laughs> observing that within your family structure because that is exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you use the word asleep, keep something in mind, okay? You never sleep. Your conscious mind does, but your unconscious mind is fully awake. Otherwise, you would be dead. What's breathing you? What's pumping your heart? What's keeping you alive? This unconscious part or source or God, right? Now, again, what's brilliant that's happening in our world right now is that science and religion for and spirituality, spirituality particularly sure. is really beginning to merge and come together. So the scientists are starting to back up that the yogis on the mountain who look like mad crazy people weren't so crazy after all. A matter of fact, some of the greatest yogis on the planet would be highly stressed because they'd either be called psychotic a, D, 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 H and all the way to Z because they are completely in an unconscious, conscious, creative state because they have found who they are. They know exactly what their essence of beauty is and they are bringing that to the world through all their actions. And that's what we should be helping our children to do. Yeah, it's interesting because when I look at um, even, you know, having the background that I do and looking at a time when we were very, uh, let's say, goddess-centric, focused on the feminine, and then we've swung on the other end of the pendulum to be very, very masculine-focused, right? And I think that that's also been the difference between moving to a very sort of circular, cyclical way of experiencing the world to an extremely linear way of seeing the world, and now we see the beauty of the two coming together and this really powerful, incredible time to be alive. But we have to catch up with it with our kids because if we want to keep doing this linear, everything's got to be put in boxes, everything has to have a label, then we are limiting the potential for them to discover who they are and these incredible gifts that they bring into the world. And then put on top of that an ADD diagnosis that is followed up by meds that is numbing our children. I'm going out on a limb now and just fully putting my opinions on the table here. But yeah, like I just think that if if more parents knew, if more parents had access to these other ways of viewing this whole um, topic, which is why we have you here today and I'm so excited, that I think that at the very least they would say, okay, I want to make an informed decision. Um, Yeah. I want I want to dive right into the question of like let's use my own example with with mm-hmm. my son okay mm-hmm. so uh, he's been going to a very progressive school uh, no no 
nothing at all comes to mind that we're, we're grateful for the school he's going to. I just wanted to say that because they've been great people. Uh, he's he's had a, an issue. Or I don't want to say an issue. Maybe I'm hmm? using the wrong terms. No, but look, I'm just, if that's what comes up, then I, it's true I'm just gonna, for you. I'm going to throw it issue. out on the table nice. the way the way he's it's, been yeah. challenged by. Here you go. Yeah, challenged perfect. By. Thank you, you Anand. Yeah. God, I love Anand. Mm-hmm. Co-host right mm-hmm. there. Boom. Uh, <laughs> so we've been going through this. It started in about fifth grade. Everything socially, everything else in his life is amazing. He comes to me, Dad. I just don't understand this. I've tried to get the math. I don't understand why is this um, having problem um, or having uh, hurdles with things in his uh, in studying, um, even certain uh, elements that his friends have already conquered in math, and 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 he feels behind the, the thing that's been tough too. He's a big guy, you know. For twelve years mm-hmm. old, he's as tall as you, right. and right. and he doesn't like that. But he's socially in there doing the sports, doing everything, playing the music, everything like this. But when it comes to uh, the 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 classroom, he just can't unless it's one on one. And we mm-hmm. literally have a tutor that mm-hmm. that sits down with him every other day mm-hmm. that has ADD that yes. grew up with this, and she's went to college, yes. and she's like, look, you we can we got this, Nate. We're gonna sure. do this together, but. He has to have a one-on-one person explain, hey, man, you want to – let's do multiplication. We're doing fractions. Now, I'll tell you right now, as his dad, mm-hmm. it is so hard to watch him go through all that because I went through the same thing as a kid, mm-hmm. and I'll throw it out on the table right now. Mm-hmm. The only difference was – I don't know where I have this from. Mm-hmm. I was very good at photographic memory. So Correct. I took plenty of tests that I wrote down all the correct answers, not knowing anything. Not really of, understanding oh, not, any not, of it. Not really understanding. Not understanding. Yes. Not understanding at all. And mm-hmm. people are like, oh, wow, you understand it. And all I cared about was I just want to go play shows with my band. Do, yes. do I get to do that? Okay, I'm out of here. Yes. He doesn't have that. Okay. So where we're at right now, we did the testing. It spent a ton of money doing mm-hmm. that. Now he has ADD. We're going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Someone has thrown out, hey, if you gave him a little medication, I think that would really just maybe he does it during the week. And for my wife and I, and for any parents that are going down that road, just my personal thing, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my, I don't want to play. I don't want to get into that right now. So the first thing, mm-hmm. when Jen mentioned you, mm-hmm. I, my question is, he's, he's got to go to school. He, he wants mm-hmm. to you know, be who he's going to be. How do we start going down, continue well, going down this road? Well, I'm, I'm going to pop this over to Jen for a moment in, when I answer this question mm-hmm. for her to, to bring us through the lineage of the Calm Mammy Happy Baby book, right? Okay. Because, again, let's start at the beginning okay. and bring it to the end so that people have the lineage, okay? First and foremost, the education system is broke. The money system is broke. The health system is broke. Why? Because we made the divine feminine a prostitute. Okay? Why is the divine? Can you say that one more time? <laughs> we made the divine feminine a prostitute. Okay. Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. But if you want to bother your eyeball checking it out, you'll find that she came from royalty. Okay? So, you know, why, why did man take this beautiful creative energy and batter it to death because man is aggressive and fearful whilst woman is nurturing and caring. So your son and all uh, children specifically under the age of maybe 21-ish on our planet now have far, far more feminine energy about them than we ever did. Mm-hmm. And You know, I've had in private practice, I've had hundreds of children, hundreds of kids, 16, 17, 18, 19 years of age, and all wanting to commit suicide, specifically males, because they think they're gay or bisexual Mm -hmm. or something, and they're not. Mm -hmm. Actually, what they are is, I created a word, I call it, you know, bi-feminine, okay? They are much more creative. I believe science is going to start giving us answers very soon, because... It's okay to say that medicine and the medical community made a mistake. And I think they made a mistake the day they use words like junk DNA. As if source ever made anything that junk was junk DNA. Junk DNA. That's In what, what they, context? They, they call the DNA that they don't understand wow. junk DNA. Wow. As if source would ever make anything junk, right? right. Okay, so... so At the moment of creation, and this is where the Calm Mammy Happy Baby stuff comes in, right? At that moment of creation, everything is available to that child. 
as I said, we're the ones that take the child and break the child with our stupidity, our wounds, our unlearnings, all of that sort of stuff, right? And so once we put the divine feminine back into the place of where it belongs, Mm -hmm. we will end up in a situation in this world where we will be nurtured by creative, secular thinking, not linear thinking, because again, scientists will tell you, we, our brain, they can map it much better. Now, we can't learn in straight lines. Nothing in nature is in straight, straight lines. Straight lines, yes. Okay? Yes. So we can't do it. So when a, a child is born and is full of this creative juice, I believe that there are DNA strands opening now that are source controlled, that we as a, a planet awakening up to mm-hmm. this higher truth yes. now that man has made mistakes and you know we need the divine mother to come and hug us and say it's okay which is which is a challenge mm-hmm. given that i mean the the patriarch the patriarchal paradigm is so powerful mm-hmm. in across most of the planet right now mm-hmm. meaning that all things feminine associated with mm-hmm. being feminine are are defined as weak mm-hmm. therefore you have these young men that say well if Absolutely. i have these qualities according to my society Absolutely. there's something wrong with me yeah so we need to start putting out the message that these are actually strengths yes. and that they will give you access And so over to you, Jen, talk about, you know, why we, you know, came together to write the book, Ka Mami Happy Baby, because we wanted to address this from its source. Yes. So I I work with a lot of parents. I wear, you know, the the sleep hat, um, which we talked about last time I was here. But I also uh, have always um, facilitated groups for new moms and second time moms and done a lot of private sessions as well. And to my heartbreak, you know, in doing this for 20 years, the number one sort of mama mantra that I would hear, I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. I'm failing my child. I'm missing something. I can't figure this out. Why can't I figure this out? The amount of um, negativity that poor mom is getting from the whole world from the time you become pregnant, even before that. Yes. The projection, the opinions. Don't do it like this. You're going to totally screw up your kid. You better make sure you do it like that. And that's how you'll guarantee that they'll be fine. Even medicalizing pregnancy to the point of, you know, you go into a hospital as if something is wrong with you, not the most natural thing that we can you know, most of us potentially as women can do, we were told from the beginning that we probably can't do that on our own. Absolutely. We need these medical interventions. Pregnancy and parenthood are described as things to survive. And we've completely lost touch with that, as Derek has said, the divine feminine. You're never more in connection and communion with the divine than when you're expecting a baby. I mean, that's that's a time of total empowerment for a woman. And so slowly, little by little, we're seeing a bit more of a return to this consciousness. But so, you know, a big part of our motivation for writing this book was to, like Derek said, go back to the beginning and say, well, how did we get here? How did we get to a place of such disconnection for both parents because you know when Derek's talking about masculine and feminine it's not only about gender it's about energy you know again so it's it's about you know all of us what whatever gender we are balancing the masculine and feminine in our beings and understanding that we all have this very deep intuitive way of connecting with kids because we were that kid we can remember being that kid who felt misunderstood um, different from other people, and we did a, a sort of a re- reverse Russian dolls, right? We made ourselves smaller and smaller and mm-hmm. smaller and smaller to satisfy the adults in our environment at home, even though our parents did the best they could, <laughs> and in schools and in other settings. And we put ourselves in these tiny boxes. And so we can remember the pain of feeling misunderstood ourselves, mislabeled ourselves. And we developed a lot of very unhealthy coping mechanisms to survive, you know, that kind of existence. And so this generation, God bless them, the kids coming through now, they're not getting in the box. They won't go in the box. And so that medical community is kind of like, well, how about we put them, you know, under this medication? How about we, again, sort of classify it? And that's why it's not working, because they're they're just you know, bristling against that. But so, you know, I think the other thing that we sort of haven't touched on that that should be mentioned is what's really hard as a parent is 
for better and worse, that child in front of you is a portal back in time to your own childhood. Mm -hmm. And so the energy balance and imbalance that you experience, a lot of it's unconscious. You can't help it because you're just cracked open no matter how hard you worked on yourself. Your child is going to reopen old wounds for you. And here you are, you know, supposed to be the parent, supposed to be able to take care of them and know how, you know, to be that parent. And yet you often feel like a child yourself because your stuff is up. And so part of what we really wanted to do in the book was to not only make that, you know, normalized and understood and okay, you know, and and let's have some kindness and compassion for our parents who are experiencing this. But now what do we do with that? How can I, the parent, balance my energy to create an environment that is not only, you know, helps me feel settled, not that I, not that I, the parent, am going to automatically know every single thing to do, but to be comfortable in the not knowing and to be able to meet the moment with the spontaneity and the intuition and the wisdom that can come through when we're still and quiet. We've been educated away from our children. There are way too many experts now. Yeah. And I am not <laughs> one. And a, a very valid point that you brought up is parents listening to this show should understand that they are doing the best they have and with the resources they have. They're doing the best they can with the resources that they have. Right. But I would challenge any parent out there listening to this, specifically the fathers, to read the book, Calm Mammy happy baby because it's so cleverly wrote that what it does is it triggers your own shit yes and what it does is whilst you're reading it yeah you're going into this porthole as jen says where you're looking back at your own childhood and going oh yeah that's why and how yes and many a a male dad who has actually read the book has come back and said that's a very very frightening book (laughs) <laughs> but but, and it, and, but it, back to what we were saying a moment ago, part of the reason that that would be frightening, I mean, I think it, it's for moms too. I, I first recognized this, n- not even, I'd like to say it was in myself, but working with adolescent girls, having their moms nearby saying, you know, how can I help? How can I support? And then them slowly starting to tell me about how their own adolescent girl stuff was coming to the surface, watching their daughters go through this. But in terms of the father looking at this stuff, men who are told in our society that they are not ever supposed to show vulnerability. Mm. How do they come to the table and say, okay, it's really rocking me to be a father and have my own childhood stuff that makes me feel scared and weak. Well, it's those triggers that you have as a father or as a mother. You know, I have my triggers. Uh, We've talked about it on the show. Like one of my, whether the the school stuff Mm -hmm. doesn't really hit me so hard mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with my son mm-hmm. because I'm like, hey, you know what? But I would say one of the, like, I think as a father, you have your different triggers. Like, what will other parents mm-hmm. say? Mm-hmm. Like, I just went through a whole weekend mm-hmm. where we were having something going on at home and the issue that we were going, that was going on, it was a little thing, but it was turning into a small little fire mm-hmm. and it was going to start mm-hmm. affecting our other parents. What are, what are they going to say? What is so-and-so going to mm-hmm. say if they find out that this happened now? And I finally said to Karen, I go, I don't care what any of those other parents say. This yeah. is called parenting. And mm-hmm. if they've got a problem with it, that's cool because we're all in the same school together. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Sorry, it's not perfect all the time. So-and-so said something. You know, and that's not cool, but we got to all figure it out. But I'm not going to worry about getting stink eye from them at drop off. If they yes. want to talk to me about it, then we will talk about it. I have no problem addressing that. My wife and, my, and Karen goes, wow, you're so right. Like, it's like we're all it's but like we're all in it together. But you know how it is. Some parents are like, yes, it's a, we, it's a we trigger. Our children. It's your it's and your we ego. want to keep them supported. Right. And, you know, not having a, a, too much of a whack at the education system. But like I, I sit here as somebody, as I said, I only went to school when I was 23. But I. I now have 180 degrees. Yes. And that's the ability to turn around and tell somebody to piss off. Wow. Yes. When I don't. 180 degrees. Yeah. But not degrees as in educational degrees. The ability to turn around and say, this environment is not for me. From where you were and flip it This is not who I am. And and to become your fullest self. A hundred percent. I think if we just, I mean, if we reframe, like, Mm -hmm. here's my goal as a parent is Mm -hmm. to help my child, to give them the tools, to give them the space, to give them the love and support to become the most full version of themselves, the truest version of Mm. themselves, instead of what we have been doing now for generations and 
speaking the school system being a prime example, we've said before on the show, the current public school system came out of the Industrial Revolution with the Mm -hmm. primary objective being creating an obedient workforce. Mm -hmm. That is, A, does not make sense anymore in terms Mm -hmm. of us, you know, if we want to really be talking about creating a democracy, creating individuals who are thinking, feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, walking unique paths and being their their, their fullest selves, that is completely contrary to our current school system, and so we need to create change. It, it comes from the word, the word discipline, and children need discipline mm. because that's what keeps them safe. As I like to say, it's vitally important to give them enough bubbles that they can expand into but not fall into danger, right. right? Yes. And so you have to look at the word discipline and realize that the word comes from the word disciple. And disciple means to follow the highest path you can, to be fully who you are, to stand powerfully in your own truth and say, I validate your truth. It is not my truth. And I wish us both well on our journey because we're both arriving at the same place anyway. And and we will all be better. Like this is the thing I was we were talking briefly about Michael Mead's work, you know, before we started this, but this whole idea of every soul coming in with this unique gift mm-hmm. and the benefit for all of us is if we were all good at the same thing. And and this is really what we've done in terms of creating standards that say, well, if a child performs this well on this particular test, that makes him or her a genius, and mm. if not, then not so much. Yeah. Junk DNA. Yes. You, Junk right? DNA. Junk yeah. DNA, yeah. New term. <laughs> I, you know what I got to go back for? I started laughing at myself because when you said 180 degrees, I, I've been listening to you because like, so, your accent sometimes, I, uh-huh. I don't want to lose you. I was like, whoa, he's got 180 degrees. <laughs> and then you said, no, Joe. I, I, I love yes. the fact that I took that literal for the yes. second. So some of the listeners are like, Joe, he doesn't have 180 degrees. That's a <laughs> metaphor. What he, and like, oh, I just want you guys to know I caught that later on. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You know, you'll run into me and be like, God, man, really? that guy's not that bright. Really? Check it out. I got okay. So we're gonna go. I could have you on the show, and and you'll come back again and hang out with sure. us, right? Absolutely. I got to dive right into this right now because yes. I know a lot of the listeners dove in because they saw the term, uh, you know, ADD, ADHD. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's dive into my situation. We're yes. gonna use my family's example. Twelve-year-old. Yes. Uh, you know, he's getting ready to go into junior high. We're having these hurdles mm-hmm. uh, with with we have the independent tutor. Maybe Joe describe some of the things, some of the things that you saw our teachers were seeing in Nate because yeah. these are things that parents just, are going to hear. Oh Derek, yeah, that's my. You kid. know what? Yeah, what I what I told Derek and both the all you guys in the room was uh, everything is great socially. Everything on that front is great. It's just uh, when it comes to math. And my wife actually, uh, just so that we can use this term, because uh, a- auditory uh, processing—that's his whole thing. He, whenever it comes to uh, any type of steps or anything that he has to do uh, in that manner, uh, he can't remember the steps. Uh, if you ask him to do chores, you got to write it down. It has to be written down. Like, hey, Nate, I need to take out the garbage. I could, I could say to him uh, from noon till three p.m. Nate, take. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm taking out the garbage, and then he grabs it and it gets to the front door, and then he sees something. Squirrel, and or not even that. You know, he just starts playing piano, and then I go, "Hey, bud, can we get this outside?" Oh, yeah, I got it. And then it gets to the gate, and then and then you know he'll say, "What was I supposed to do with it?" And I go, "Buddy, we need to get it." And you know, and 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 then it gets done. Now, Nate, if you ever listen to this, you know, sorry if I'm stretching it a little far, but it's the steps, uh, reading, Mm -hmm. following through with anything to do with remembering something in the sense of, "Hey, I read the whole story," you Mm. know, but. When it comes to his music, when it comes to, he makes these videos, he, he directs these little videos, he makes movies with his friends. They come over on the weekend, hey dad, can I borrow your phone? Yeah. He gives it back to me with this 15 minute story that's been edited <laughs> and dire- like a, re- not like, not like, and I'm not I saying. I love when parents answer their own questions. So, so you've just, you've you just, just answered. Did all, I really? You've yeah. answered your own question. But what do I do right now with well, school in the sense yeah, of but, like he's got to. Well, forget school for a moment. Okay. We should be as parents rearing our children to be happy not to be educated to mm. be happy say that again not to be educated to be happy oh, that's a tattoo right <laughs> because if a child is happy and and as somebody who took training as a psychotherapist when you're in a state of happiness your unconscious mind opens up and it absorbs something like 1.7 million pieces of information a second compared to the conscious linear mind of which we're asked to learn by and talk by, which takes in seven plus two or minus two. 
So when we have happy children, we have creative children. And when we have creative children, not only are they taking in everything that they're being taught, but they will then utilise that when needed. But let's understand something. Education now is not so much the books anymore. We now have computers that are doing everything for us. And you've just described what is probably, you know, the next Simon Cowell of the industry in your son, right? He has an interest in production. He has an interest in music. He has an ear for it, if you want to call it such a thing. And I guarantee you when he's in that space, he's genius and happy. Now, do you know something? What is success? I think that's the question needs to be asked. What is success? And how do you measure success? Well, I measure success by how many times I smile in a day. I measure success in how many lives I touch in a positive way in a day. Mm -hmm. That's how I measure my success. Jen, did you want to jump in on that? That's a big question. I I love it. I had a light bulb. And the light bulb is he's got auditory processing disorder, I put in quotes, Mm -hmm. from the external world. But his inner ear could not be more Sharper. finely tuned. Mm. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So And what a difference will it make? I was just having a conversation with somebody this morning who who talked about how much difference it made in his life when he perceived like he had this confidence about what he could do and then he had a a, a moment an experience that changed that that caused him to question and from that moment forward it started to impact negatively how he performed various tasks so if currently what nate is hearing repeatedly is you're not performing like everybody else you're not like everybody else that he's taking that in is there's something wrong with me if nate knew yes what? Look it's what's right with me. Yes. Yeah. Well, now Look he's at the now now, now I would say because with with my wife and I, we definitely it, it hasn't been on our end. You know, something's wrong with you because from when we when you first sat down in here, mm-hmm. um, Derek, I mentioned that I said to my dad about two years ago, "Hey, Nate got you know diagnosed with ADD," which I hate even using that word "diagnosed" mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's so associated with like. And it's, it's going to be important if I may hold yeah. you just for a moment. Yeah. And anybody listening to this program, what keeps something in manifested form is the most powerful consciousness that projects it. And the fact is, our parents are our gods and their heroes and everything. So if you, as a parent, have on any level of your belief system that there is something wrong with your child then that child will continue to manifest in that wrong state so parents it's time to look at your beautiful creation and go God has created God in its most perfect form and God is finding itself back to God in the road chosen by that singular being and I, I like to, to, to sum it up in what I call a metaphor, right? This is I, I love sort of upsetting people a little bit with this, but it's not actually upsetting. It's actually really good. It's like when I meet people, I love saying to them, look, this is how important you are in, in, in the world, right? You are the most massive beach in Hawaii, white sandy beach in Hawaii. That's how important you are to the eco-environmental system. Now, this is how unimportant you are. You're only a single grain on that beach, right? And then I hold there for a moment Mm -hmm. whilst they swallow, you know, (laughs) and then I wait for the swallow and then I say, but let me tell you that the beach is not complete without you being on it. Yes. Wow. Yes. So with the... Beautiful. Absolute disconnection. Like, my belief system is, is, is a simple. I believe that one day, if, if you want to say it in such a way, one day God had a thought. Okay? And the thought was, I'm going to separate myself from myself uh-huh. so I can love myself more. Whew. And we were created. And now we've... Had we've played in the playground, we, we, we live on the most beautiful blue, beautiful planet if we don't destroy it. Yes. But, you know, now even that mantra has changed because what God is doing now is he's going, game over, guys. 
I'm now calling all aspects of myself back. And whilst doing so, you as humanity are going to go through some of the darkest times because the Kali Yuga, as the Hindus like to call it, is ending. And the what time, is that? The Kali Yuga is the dark years of ah. ignorance, mm-hmm. right? It's mm. where humanity has challenged the source, mm-hmm. you know, and the source is now going to come back. It's, it feels a little bit like it's the night is darkest right before dawn. Correct. Correct. And the, the, the you're out of the fog, Anaya. I yeah. am. You came out of the fog. Yeah. And wow. that's the positive thing. Like, I mean, no matter the craziness that we're looking at what's going on in the world at the moment, believe me when I tell you that it's just another birthing. Mm-hmm. We are birthing beauty back onto the planet because we have to to survive we are birthing beauty back onto the planet wow Wow, what a show derek thank you so much for coming in uh jen i gotta thank you again yeah and and we need to talk about because i'm already i'm i'm like signed up before derek leaves (laughs) oh yeah yeah, you know in ireland that's really quick (laughs) okay yeah because we need to mention that i was gonna say uh, when I was cruising around, first of all, before you split, um, if anyone wants to check out anything with Derek O'Neill, you can go to your website. Yes, DerekO'Neill.com, spelt with N-E-I-double-L. Okay, double L, Derek O'Neill, and you can go there. You can find out about everything we've talked yes. about. There's a great uh, video on there that shows you in doing your thing, mm-hmm. speaking to people. I love that. It has all the events that you're doing. You're going to be in L.A. for about a month, um, so hopefully. Uh, Are you doing events I'm, while you're I'm here? I'm doing a workshop, an open workshop on the 14th of November, which you'll see. Oh, not the 14th, the 13th of November. 13th of November. Uh, here in LA. Okay. That if, if anybody's in. So if you, guys wanna, if you guys want to get details for that, you can go to uh, Derek O'Neill with two L's. And dot what com. is the topic of the workshop uh, or the focus of the workshop? It, 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 the topic is wake up. <laughs> Love it. And Jen, you wanted to add something. Two quick things. First of all, our book title is Call Mama Happy Baby, but it applies to parents of kids of any age. Okay. Second of That's all. That's important to say. Yeah. Because when I got it, I was like, I don't need to read this. <laughs> yes. And then There's, after hearing what you just said, I'm like, I got to read this. There's a baby on the cover. And that's because, like Derek said, we take you back to the beginning. So you yes. can see the whole trajectory of how it, it started. But the other really important thing is, I think, that you know there must be a lot of parents listening today who say, wow, this has been amazing, amazing. Amazing, amazing, but what, what do, do I do? I do? Yes. And so Derek and I, you know, are are dedicated in our service to helping anyone um, who needs help going, okay, here's where I'm stuck. Here's where my energy isn't balanced. And that's why Derek offers workshops and has many other books and other tools and, and things. And I do my, my work as well. But that's the whole point of our Can our they reach out directly to you right now? Someone's listening right now. Like, hey, I, I just heard about you guys, Jen and you for the second time, Derek for the first time. How can they reach out and say, this is where I'm at right now. This is the point I'm, I'm at right now in my life. Can they email you directly? Can yes, yes. Um, my website is sleepyplanet.com. Even though it has the word sleep in it, there's all kinds of other services um, and, and Derek's website as well. So. Great. And if there was something, like if we want to send our listeners away with, you know, one or two things that they could do immediately. Yes. Okay. What would they be? Very simple. Take a deep breath before you talk. To your child, mm. right? And when you're talking to your child, stop looking at them as a child. You have an enlightened being there that has come here to heal your wounds, Beautiful. not the other way around. Beautiful. Man, wish I would have started this podcast 10 years ago. It's a good one. Right now. <laughs> God, my kids, I'm going to be a great grandfather. I'm yeah, going to crush it. I'm going to crush it. I think it. generally people are better grandparents Look, than they are parents. I, 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 I can guarantee you on that. I know I make I know I know make a joke about that, but as as you guys all know and everyone listening to the show right now and our listeners know, so we always say that, and Anaya taught me this, uh, that you can always start these changes today. One Perfect. of the things I love that you said so much, and I'm going to make it, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't wear a tie. I wear mm-hmm. black t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So maybe when you said you come home from work, you take off your tie. Maybe yes. I'm going to take off my shirt and just be like, like 
that's I'm dad here with my shirt off. I don't know. That'd be kind of weird. Maybe <laughs> maybe kind of. You don't rad. even have, you could know. you could just pull your earlobe. Pull my earlobe. It's just an yes. anchor yeah. that you are making. But a I love that decision yes. to switch Crossing from your working to, to your parent to mode. Yes, hundred percent. Yes, well done. Drop into being a parent. Everyone do that because we're so inundated you got the am radio on the 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 gosh of course the election that'll make you crazy and then you're trying to pay the bills and you got to get the sitter and then you got soccer practice and you know what when you get home you get a drop in i have to do it everyone in this room has to do it so everyone drop in derek thank you so much for being a part thank of the you show I can't, much, you'll come thank back you. again oh absolutely and oh. going to ireland i'm I am so Are you there. really going? I am As going. I told you earlier on, I'm going to guarantee you, you'll never be the same again. You will awaken to who you are or much closer to who you are. And your ability to be happy will be just blown I can off the feel charts. it in my body just thinking about how long so like excited. just a just a quick 411 mm-hmm. for our listeners like wow I could actually go to Ireland mm-hmm. and be a part of the, mm-hmm. like give, give me just a breakdown of what okay. it's like I show okay. up effectively you show up on a Sunday uh, you meet me on a Sunday night I say hi and whatever then on the Monday I completely destroy who you thought you were okay <laughs> Uh, in a workshop. The unraveling. Yes, in a workshop. the unraveling. Yep. And that goes on from 10 o'clock to 5 o'clock in the evening. And then you just want to run off and get, go to bed. And then the next day I bring you off to one of the si- sacred sites in Ireland where we can absorb the beauty and, and the magic and the leprechauns of Ireland. Then the next day I bring you back and I test to make sure that I you know you're okay and whatever <laughs> and and we sort of start to re-piece back your yeah. higher self more loving yes. more compassionate happier self and then on the tourist day we bring you back out again for the mother herself nature herself to, to hug you and caress you and you feel so new that on the Friday when we do our last full day in the workshop we redesign our when I say we because it's a collective I hand you a paintbrush and I say paint the life you now want for yourself and we do that all day and then on Saturday we get drunk and fish and do with the leprechauns <laughs> and yes. celebrate life and be Irish wow. and then on Sunday you know some people go home and some people stay so wow. that's what we do I've been I can vouch <laughs> it's, Life changer, it's, game changer. I mean, completely. It's it's funny because it's sort of like having a cup of tea with this funny, wise Irish friend of yours, and then all of a sudden you're completely pulled apart, and you're like, "What the heck?" Turns is out going it's on? mushroom tea, but <laughs> but it's it's a Humpty Dumpty. Somehow, by the end of it, you you're back, back together. together, but in a totally new way that mm-hmm. feels so much more like who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. There's a listener right now, like me. It's like I'm too scared to do that. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm there. You are so there. there. You have there. To be are you going to go? Are you really going? Absolutely. Yeah. Right, and, and I want you to do like a um, like one of those like I'm here in my room. Oh, I just okay. got torn apart, and like we'll put it I all together. Got- yeah. <laughs> you know, is I'll that cool? Sure. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, thank you guys so much for listening, Rad Parenting. Much. It's been amazing having Derek and Jen thank here. You. you guys are the great. Uh, one time, one more time with the book that all of us need to get. Calm Mama, Happy Baby. Calm Mama, Happy Baby. Check that out. No uh, matter how old your kids are. No matter we'll how old. We'll do a giveaway. It's a, it's a read for giveaway. everybody. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do a giveaway? Yeah, brilliant. All right, if you want to win the book, all you got to do, uh, we'll make it really, really simple. Go to our iTunes page, write a little review on this show, how much you liked it, how you're going to share it with your friends, and I'll pick a winner from there. Go to Rad Parenting on iTunes, write a review, it'll post, take a screenshot of it, and then send it to radparenting at gmail.com. All right, I am Joe Sib in the room with Derek and Jen, and of of course, my co-host Anaya. You guys ready? Yeah. On the count of three. One, two, three. Late. Late.